Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We got a great, great show for you today. Yeah, we have a very special guest who I'm going to introduce in a minute. But first, I wanted to say hello to Mr. B. Hi, Benny. Hi, Pat. How are you? How was a good week? Well, did you have a good weekend? I did have a good weekend this weekend. Um, I did something really special. Do you want to know what it was? Yeah, feel free. Bring it on. Yesterday. Yesterday. I did nothing. (laughs) That's a good one. (laughs) It is a good one. Somebody's got to do it. I mean, <laughs> right? Someone's got to do nothing. It's one of these things that uh, I, I'm usually going from point A to point B. But what I mean by doing nothing is I left the day to basically do whatever I wanted to do. Uh, and if it meant doing nothing, that would be great. Uh, if it meant doing laundry, that's what I did laundry. Uh, a little bit of that, and um, and I have this new exercise equipment because I canceled my membership at the gym, and so I got this really cool deal on a piece of fitness equipment for me, right? Not too crazy. It folds up, it collapses, so I messed around with that a little bit, um, and I had a beautiful day. It was a beautiful day outdoors, right? Uh, and then I went to Costco. So that's something. That's not nothing. It is. Especially no, when you go to Costco should, on the weekend. But these are things like that I decided to do in the moment of deciding to do it. Right? It wasn't like, okay, I got to get up at six. I got to get ready to go do this. I got to do that. So it was like, oh, I think I got I to go to Costco. So I did that. So that was kind of a fun thing for me. Right? Sure. Right? Mm-hmm. And the reason I'm sharing it is because once upon a time, The idea of taking a day like that and understanding balance or understanding what it means to heal or understanding what it means, right, to just take a step back and realize that there is more to us than our to-do list, right? Um, Because if I looked at my to-do list, Benny, I, I wouldn't go to Costco. I wouldn't be able to get toilet paper. I wouldn't be able to look at, you know, coffee. I wouldn't be able. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. But that's what today's show is about. That's why Alexis Brink is joining us here today as the author. And I always say this as the author uh, author of The Art of Jin Shin. I always say the author of that. But, you know, it's not just about being an author. It's being about a way of life that, Alexis has looked at for herself and has taken a snapshot of what it is energetically the world wants us to bring forward, but then making a decision that I'm going to do this. And you're going to hear the story behind the Jinshin Institute today. You're going to hear that. You're going to hear the story about what happened to guide her, right? You know, it's this fantastic practitioner, but somebody that took an entire range of skills, whether it's massage, which we know love, or one of my favorite things to say, interfaith minister. And I can't even imagine that somebody like me is talking about that today because I remember Benny going back, you know, to my roots and where I started. Sometimes it's hard for me to imagine being me. But it's even harder for me to imagine being able to talk with somebody like Alexis, who wrote this fantastic book and two copies we're going to give away about the art of Jinshin. And the reason I love doing this and love what I do and love introducing all of you to somebody like Alexis is the following. 
somehow in the consciousness and the evolution of the energy of today, there's a message she is being called to bring forth in service to the countless tens of thousands of people that listen to the show. And we're going to talk about what it means to be hearing a diagnosis about a disease, as I did six months after starting this show. April 1st of 04, a mystery disease. And how hearing it back then is different than hearing it today because of exactly the power and the purpose of Alexis' message right here in the world today. So fasten your seatbelt. Get ready to enter the world of the art of Jinshin. Alexis, great to have you. Thank you for having me. And what a beautiful introduction. Thank you. You know, look, I'm from New York. Yeah. Mm. Uh, born in the Bronx. Uh, I, I was talking to somebody earlier today, and, and I said to them, I am the least likely person to do a show now. It's my 15th year, 10 years in launching a network, all positive talk network, 10 channels, right? When they filled out my junior high school book, like from the Bronx, they did not say in the book, you're going to be talking with the most amazing Alexis Ring today on The Art of Jinshin. They said, we give you probably about a year before you even locked up or dead. That's pretty much what folks were saying. <laughs> but oh. here we are. Here we are. Here's my question for you. I briefly talked about you. I want to know, given who you are, what we're going to talk about today, what are some of the challenges, what are some of the obstacles that you personally had to overcome to bring you right here, right now, on the show, talking with me and Benny? Well, that's a very interesting question because uh, <laughs> the art of Jinshin is really in alignment with me. So actually, it was a pretty uh, easy path because uh, Jinshin is really my passion and my life's work, and I love it. So it's all good. And when something is in alignment, then it goes smoothly. And we will talk a little bit about, uh, more about that because that's very much the philosophy of Jinshin Jitsu. Well, let's talk about it. Now, for me, I know you heard me tell Benny. Benny and I were talking about, I play table tennis, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So I am exposed to a lot of different traditions, a lot of different cultures, a lot of different things in this world of table tennis that I would have never, ping pong, it's ping pong, that I would have never been aware of. Multicultural people coming together, tradition, right? You know, Saturday, we had a potluck. But I want to ask you this for you and about your journey and your story. How do you get to be, how did you get to be you? Well, uh, first of all, for the, for the people who are listening that don't know what Jinshin Jitsu is, it's a form of energy medicine that's similar to acupuncture or acupressure. And instead of needles, we use our hands. So it's very easy and accessible to use on yourself. And this is what this book is about. And um, I came from Holland uh, when I was 18 to be a dancer in New York. And I got this injury. And that's how I was guided uh, in my early 20s to the art of Jinshin. And I said, um, I took a workshop with the, the woman who did something with my toes and I was able to go back to rehearsals the next day. I took a workshop and I, I just, I, I knew that that is what I wanted to do the rest of my life because there's, there was something about it and that is where the philosophy comes in that made me feel connected to something bigger than myself. And it was that connection of feeling one in a, in a better way, in a more whole way that made me want to continue. And so that's when I started my practice. And this is almost 30 years ago. Yeah. And here's what I love about what we're talking about today. And we're going to talk about the book. And thank you for the two copies we're going to give away. It wasn't until, uh, I, I mean, I got really, really sick in 04. Mystery disease. But here's the good news. I happen to get sick in the Pacific Northwest, in the Seattle area, the home of Bastyr University, the home of some of the most incredible people doing exactly what we're going to talk about today. But I knew nothing about nothing about any of this. And the blessing I talk about from being sick is here I am six months doing a radio show, positive talk, 
Nobody's doing positive talk. A few people, Rob and Brenda, a couple of other people. But now I needed to understand what was happening in my body. Mm-hmm. And I want to ask you this question. When we're looking at, first of all, the work that you do, the Institute, what is the depth and the breadth of the understanding that comes from this art about our humanity, about our bodies, about our balancing? Well, first of all, uh, in the Eastern traditions, we know that the body can heal itself when the energy flows correctly and uninterruptedly down the front and up the back. And that's where it's a little bit different from Western medicine, where we look at a symptom. So uh, in Eastern traditions, like the art of Jinshin, we look at the cause of the project. Why is it there? And that may have something to do with our lifestyle or maybe uh, the way we eat or the way we are stressed or even something genetic or an old trauma, something that happened several years ago. And so we look at all of that uh, as it being our body and what is happening with us as an individual human being. And then when we start to understand that when we practice the art and we place our hands on the body, we bring the body back into rhythm with universal energy or source energy or consciousness and how we access this is, is through the pulse. We feel the pulsation in the body and as it's harmonizing, the pulse starts to change and the body starts to change. And you feel really different after a session or after you work on yourself. Yeah, and let's talk about that because a lot of times when somebody writes a book like this, Alexis, what happens is, you know, it's not a book that's, you know, meant for people to really heal themselves, right? You know, sometimes it's more about technique, but there's something bigger here in your passion and your commitment, because I want to do this before we go to break. The latest information is now coming out about the level by which chronic illness exists in our culture here in the U.S. It's staggering the people, Mm -hmm. staggering, you know, almost to the point where people are saying our younger generation right, will not outlive the current generation, right? When we come back, what I'd love to do is have you take us on this incredible journey, right? This journey about what happens when we go on our path, but more importantly, why, why this is so powerful in healing? What is it about this? What is it that has been so ancient being brought forth that we are now experienced. And we're going to do some real, real examples. I, I hope we're going to get a couple tips here today. We're mm-hmm. going to take a short break when we come back. Three decades later, here we are. You know, what is it that happens to us, those of us that either get injured or get sick, that changes the total trajectory of our lives so that you can become Alexis Frank, the author of The Art of Jinshin. We'll be right back. Dream on, fly high, and live adventurously on The Laura Meeks Show. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio as host Laura Meeks guides you in finding your unique gifts and bringing them to life. As a certified life coach, speaker, and veteran bomber pilot for the U.S. Air Force, Laura knows how to follow a dream. She is ready to support you so you can dream on, fly high, and live adventurously. For more information on Laura and her work, visit flyhighliving.com. It's time to get your life back on Burn Bright Today with Jennifer Marcinelli. Tune in each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Learn to move from the darkness of burning out to the light of burning bright. Jennifer is redefining stress and the energetic causes of burnout, shining a light on process to get your life back. For more information about Jennifer and her work, visit BurnBrightToday.com. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show, talk radio to thrive by. I am so thrilled to be talking to all of you. We have got talk radio for all of us. Are you ready and willing and able to accept all of the abundance you can muster up in your life? Check us out at drpatshow.com, transformationtalkradio.com, transformationradio.fm. Oh my goodness. If you've ever had a broken heart, You know how painful that can be, and how long it can sometimes take to heal it. I'm Megan Edge, 
author of The Heart's Journey, Healing Hearts, Oracle Cards, and Guidebook, published with Balboa Press and Hay House. In The Heart's Journey, I share with you my own heartbreak and how I healed it through the beautiful hearts that found me in nature. From taking photographs of these hearts for myself, I've created this beautiful toolkit, which includes the guidebook, which has my story, how to work with oracle cards as a healing tool, and the story of each of these hearts as they cross my path. I've also created a beautiful journal. There's a pen, a bookmark, and of course, the 42 Healing Hearts Oracle Cards. You can order the Hearts Journey Healing Hearts Oracle Cards and Guidebook through my website, meganedge.ca, through Balboa Press, Amazon, and many other places online or your local shops. I look forward to hearing about your heart's healing. Are you ready to create a life you'll really love? Then you'll want to tune in to the hit show Life Design Radio from Adversity to Awesome with Susan DiLorenzo. Live each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. No matter where you are in your adversity story, Life Design Radio has got you covered. Get ready to feel inspired, enlightened, and motivated. For more information about working with Susan, visit SusanDiLorenzo.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Pat. For more information about me, go ahead and go to the DrPatShow.com. And as I said before, I'm really thrilled you know, that today's show, we have somebody very special. Alexis Brink is joining us here today. And, you know, I'll tell you why it's special, because in the world we live in today, you know, the pace just keeps picking up, picking up, picking up, picking up. And the question really is, you know, are we able to do something to really create balance in a proactive way, rather than to go down the path that I went down and, you know, get to the point uh, you know, of, of, of complete illness. Uh, and we're going to be giving copies of the book away. Uh, we're going to take your questions, but before we do, Alexis, first of all, congratulations on the book. Thank you um, so much. Yep. And uh, how can people find out number one, more about you and more about the Institute and then get a copy of the book? So we have an, I have an Institute here in New York. The website is jinshininstitute.com. And I'm also very active of, on Facebook. I have a Facebook page, Jinshin Institute. And so I do a lot of uh, things live and webinars and posts and lessons and all kinds of fun stuff. We're also on Instagram and Twitter and all of that. Um, and a copy of the book you can get either at your local bookstore or at Amazon. So it's very easy and accessible. And that's one of the reasons is to make this book very accessible and easy for anybody to pick up. Anybody can practice this. It's very simple and it's very easy. And you looked at it, Pat. Isn't that true? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. And the other thing I want to say is that when you get a copy of the book, there are various versions of it you can get. Um, when you go to, to look at it, you can get an e-textbook, a paperback, an audio CD. You can just get a whole bunch of things. But the most important thing is you're going to learn something from it. Um, I was asking you during the break, we were talking, and you, you know, I asked you about this world we live in, this fast-paced world, which I believe is not going to slow down, not anytime soon. And I wanted to really ask you about this because I'm really struck by the techniques, the approaches in the book, and what they do. And and it was like a light bulb went on for me. And I thought, wow, could it be this easy? Can it be this easy for us to do this? And I mean, tell us about this fast-paced world and how the art of Jinshin helps us with this, right? Before we get to the boiling point. So Jiramurai, the father, the founder of Jinshin Jitsu from Japan, he put together a very comprehensive system with with many, many different flows. And so you can make this a lifetime study or you can make it very, very simple, like holding a finger. And that's what I did with this book is I made it very accessible and easy. So, for example, I have two college-aged kids myself, and my son said to me, my whole generation is anxiety-ridden, mom, he said. And so I told him to hold his index finger and breathe and 
holding the index finger will help anxiety. And so that's very important for, uh, for young people and this generation to know that there's fingers they can hold to harmonize their whole bodies. And that's just one example is holding the fingers. And my kids call me often, mom, what do I do for this? What do I do for that? For friends or for themselves, for stomach ache. And so they can help everybody around them and, and themselves. So it's very easy and accessible because we always have our two hands with us that we can apply at any time. Even if they're sitting, listening to a college lecture, they, if they're stressed, they can place their left hand over their right shoulder and help to unload stress. So it's all about unloading stress in the body so that the energy can flow freely and the body can heal itself. And... You know, if you think about it, we really all come into the world with this, like a baby sucking their thumbs. Here they are. Yeah. You know, we, we hold a finger, but the baby sucks their thumb. So it really is an innate part of us anyway. And you see people holding an upper arm, even if they're not aware of what you're doing, or a cheekbone to help release stress. Or if they forget something, they go, oh, and tap the middle of their forehead, and that helps with mental clarity. So it's a very natural process anyway. And Jinshen just really brings an awareness to that and a remembrance of what we came into the world with in the first place. You know, I'm really struck by that. As I was reading the book, one of the things I was thinking about is I do a lot of that, right? And so, you know, Linda will watch me. And so what will happen sometimes is, uh, I will reach back at the, the, some right in the middle of the back of my head and just for no reason. And I kind of like put my arm up and I'm just like holding it. I'm not like in pain, but there's something about it that just feels really good. And so, you know, I do things like that, but that's one in particular that I do. And I'm always asked, do you have a headache? And the reality is I don't have a headache. And I don't really know exactly why I'm doing it, but it feels good. <laughs> well, when you, when you place your hands here in the back of the head, it, what it tells me as a practitioner is that you may need some energy. And I would probably give you a spleen flow. The spleen energy is the one that nurtures all the other organs. So somebody, if somebody's tired or depleted, they need a spleen flow, which is four steps. Or the quickie is to hold your thumb. So holding your thumb might be helpful for you too, just to give you some basic energy. So as a practitioner, and as you get to know yourself and understand the art of Jinshin better, everything reveals itself, what you need and where you're at exactly. And Mary Burmeister, who brought the art to the United States, um, she, she said that uh, it's really a self-studying, it's about getting to know and help yourself. And it is true, through the art of Jinshin, you really get to know and understand exactly what's going on. Yeah, I do something really interesting with my thumb. You know, I'll almost like I'll hold my thumb, right? So like here, but then I'll go like this and I'll put pressure on the knuckle. I, I'm not large, but I kind of play with it a little bit. Do we have an innate sense of what our body is asking for? Yes, completely. And, um, you know, as I said before, we do Jinshin on ourselves all the time. Like I live in New York and so on the subway, I see a lot of people holding this. It's the outside of the wrist. And that helps, helps to calm the body and calms the nervous system. So naturally, people tend to hold that SEL, that safety energy location, or when somebody has lung projects, they may hold an upper arm, which helps to release the chest line and helps the lungs. Or a little finger when they are deeply emotional and helping their heart energy. Mm. So, yes, we do this on ourselves all the time. Yes. Um, one of the things that I think is important is I want to say to everybody here, uh, we're going to open up the phone lines for folks. And here's what I'd like to invite all of you to do. Um, if there's something that's going on, whether it's digestion, something, I'd love for you to be able to call in and, and, and get a technique that would work to address specifically what that is. So I want to go ahead and do that. The best way to do that is 1-800-930-2819. Just give us a call, 1-800-930-2819. And yeah, just be ready to tell us what it is that's going on and Let's get some uh, let's get some relief for you 
uh, for everybody out there. We'll have um, some fun with this. Let's have some we'll fun, have some with, some it fun too. with this. Right. Let's have to. And you know, one of the things that I wanted to talk about too is that um, in this busy, busy world we're living in, right? Um, there are different points in time that we feel totally relaxed, totally relieved, you know, totally refreshed, totally renewed. But so often I'm hearing now how exhausted people are. Is that systemic or is there something specific that you can zoom in on? I mean, I think I hear more times than not just how fatigued, that's the word, fatigued people are. What's happening with our flow? I think that the bodies are so depleted because life is going so fast right now. I mean, if you think about it, even on weekends, people are answering emails. There's just no break. And so when you took your break yesterday, that's actually very important. So we can do this in a quicker way. You don't have to take off like a whole week, I guess. Honestly, when you get a session or when you give yourself Jinshin, you can maintain that level of energy because, um, you know, fatigue is just, again, a form really of disharmony and the energy just not moving smoothly. So by giving yourself a main center source, you will make sure that all those energies are flowing and then you won't be as depleted. So it will definitely help. A quickie for a deep depletion is holding the middle finger. And that helps fatigue. Just like that. Just holding the middle finger helps deep fatigue in the body. And... Um, I think the most important thing is to get into the breath. And so while you're giving yourself the jinshin, and you can do it for a minute or 20 minutes. A lot of my clients, they have daily self-help routines and some of them work on themselves for an hour. But you can also do it for a few minutes or 20 minutes or 15 minutes or when you feel very tired uh, to boost your whole system. And get into the breath. That's really important. We forget to breathe as well. And without breathing healing cannot occur. So that's very, very important, first so, and foremost. Well, let's talk about how it works, because I think people may have a conception or a misconception. But we're talking about, you know, a, a practitioner and the way a practitioner would approach this. And one of the things I was fascinated by as I was reading is that both hands are used, right? Yes. Yeah. And, and I think as, that's important. Yeah, we use them as jumper cables. So when we apply them, we're actually not, I'm not, when I work on someone, I'm not giving my own energy or I'm not taking energy from the person, but this is where the spiritual part comes in. We tap into universal energy. And so I'm really a, a vessel and allowing the energy to flow. It, I'm like a facilitator. So when I place my hands, the energy of the person will begin to harmonize and will start to move. And the same when you apply your hands to yourself, the energy will start to move. But you're not doing or trying or anything like that. You're just being and getting into the breath and it will start to move. You can start to play with this. And an easy way to, to feel that is when you feel the pulsation. The, when you hold it gently, you will feel a pulsation coming up. And that's when the energy starts to spiral all the way to core, the core, the deepest part of the body, and back to the surface. And that's also why it goes so deep. So that's on a physical level. And at the same time, it connects you to source energy. Yeah. I, I don't know if that sounds too esoteric, but... Or no, it, not, it not for us. Right, not, not right. for, not for folks here. No, not at all. And, you know, one of the things that we really are aware of now, everything is energy, even if we don't quite understand what that means. What it means then, if everything is energy, there's something we could do about it. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about, well, who does this work for? And what does it work for? Does it work for various diseases? Uh, and when we come back, I want to talk with you about that um, and how it works. The other thing is, how does it how does, how does this accelerate healing? How does this really boost things in a way that allows the healing process to accelerate? That means like faster, heal faster. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. 
Conscious Confidence Radio, a timeless wisdom with Sarah Main. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio and join Sarah on an adventurous journey to the deeper level of meaning to move beyond today's world of constant change, confusion, and uncertainty beyond the shadow of fear. This hit show explores key concepts such as confidence, values, and attitude in a dynamic way. To learn more about Sarah and her work, visit sarahmain.com. Tune in to The Jen Royster Show, intuitive guidance to inspire your life, each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This amazing show is an inspirational hour that will take you on an epic metaphysical journey to discover the spiritual approach to life's greatest challenges. Dr. Jen is an internationally known intuitive counselor, spiritual teacher, and energy healer. Call in for intuitive readings and visit jenroyster.com for more information. Are you done being afraid to jump into the life that's waiting for you? Are you ready for a real shift? I invite you to tune in every Tuesday with me, Tracy L, on the Tracy L. Clark Show, where we will teach you how to live your extraordinary life. At 8 a.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio, where I will provide the tools and the steps needed to help you transcend perceived limitations and move forward with an extraordinary life. For more information, visit me at tracylclark.com. Has your buzz for life buzzed off? Feeling ignored, invisible, and wondering if this is really all there is? The years go by faster as we gain momentum. You're halfway there. Are you gathering speed or puttering out? Hit your stride for the liberating half of life. Comfortable in your skin? You can do better than that. Tune in to Discovering You Again Radio every fourth Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific as host Susan Axelrod encourages listeners to decide what they want, get inspired to action, and face challenges head on. Host Susan Axelrod pulls no punches, encouraging you to grab the brass ring and soar. For more information about Susan, go to www.whatwillyourlegacybe.com. Tap into the wisdom of animals, angels, and masters with Darcy Pariso on Animal Soul Wisdom Radio. Tune in monthly as Darcy brings insights on how to better understand and deepen our relationships with animals. Working with light and pureness of ancient techniques, Darcy, healer, animal communicator, and medium is here to guide you through this process and provide inspiration to move forward. For more information about working with Darcy, visit DarcyPariso.com. Thank you, Benny. Thank you for that. Welcome back, everybody. Um, for more information about me, I'm Dr. Pat. You can go to the drpatshow.com. You know, we're going to make sure that everybody out there has uh, information about Alexis, about the Institute, about the book, uh, how to get it, all of the above. And we're going to talk a little bit about the book here for a minute, but we're also going to talk uh, about what the opportunities are. Alexis, what is the best way for people to find out more about you, get a copy of the book? And for those people that want to study, you know, and become a practitioner, also how that works. Yes, I was just talking to Dr. Pat about that, how you can take this book and just put it on your shelf and use it when you have a headache or your child has a flu or something like that. And you can also make it a lifetime study, which it became for me, which it's a the beautiful art. You can take it however far you want to take it. And you can find us at jinshininstitute.com. And we also have an email support at jinshininstitute.com. Um, we do a lot on Facebook. I have a Facebook page, Jinshin Institute. And I do a lot of practice circles and classes and all kinds of fun activities. And the book you can buy on Amazon or maybe in your local bookstore. It's in a lot of places. Um, two things I'm really struck by, and I really want to get to them. One is I want to get to one of the things in the book you talk about, the power of self-care. But more importantly, I, I also want to talk about the fact that we're talking about disease because we're talking about healing, right? Yes. But we could also be talking about emotional wounding, Um Let's talk about the book. Now, the book itself is for people like me, right, that mm -hmm. want to read the book and want to get a sense of where to begin in a lot of ways. And then there are other ways to continue. 
But I want to talk with you about what it is that Jinxing uh, could be applied to. When we say illness, give us an idea of the range of what we're talking about here. Well, um, first of all, when you say disease, uh, in, in our language, we, we say it as dis-ease. Exactly. Dis-ease, which is yep. a disharmony. So first of all, for all diseases, we find the cause in the body. So when I treat people or when you start to practice this, you will see that there are tight spots in the body and we call them safety energy locations. And when they get stuck, when they lock up, the energy cannot flow smoothly. And so by opening up, the energy can flow smoothly and the body can heal itself. And that's when you uh, change disease or disharmony and ultimately disease because, you know, a a label is really, um, it doesn't just come overnight. It is a buildup of of a lot of time. And even if you have no clue what it is or where, when you start to practice these kind of uh, modalities or arts, you start to learn where it comes from, how it started, and you start to really um, take a good look at yourself and, under- and that is part of the beauty of it. You start to take responsibility for it yourself and finding a way how to harmonize it and how to get better. And symptoms will go away. The symptoms will go away and change. So that's the exciting part. One of the questions you ask in the book, and I don't remember exactly where it is, but I zoomed in on it right away. Um, it's a question I think that I'm going to ask myself more often. And that is, what is your emotional attitude? I think mm. it's something in the book. What is your emotional attitude? And uh, I think, it, you know, the reason I bring that up is because at any given point in any given day, you know, we are quite capable of going off in a direction that we don't want to go emotionally. And that that question is a pivotal point, right, when you're talking about mapping the fingers. So I found it interesting to find it in your book, but not surprised about it. Tell us about the relationship between the emotional attitudes we have and how we show up in the world. Well, Mary Burmeister, she's the lady who brought uh, the art to to the West. She said that every dis-ease or disharmony begins with an emotional attitude. And so, for example, when you think about when you worry a lot and you get stomach ache and maybe stomach ulcers, they are related to the emotional attitude of worry. Because when you hold your thumb, it represents two organ functions, the stomach and the spleen energy, and it harmonizes the emotion of worry. So holding your thumb helps to harmonize worry and helps digestion and the stomach. So so that's an example. So then maybe you'll ask, well, what if it's a baby or what if it is uh, somebody comes into the world with something? Then we still look at that energy level because we work with different levels of density so it can be the emotion it, it's still it's still the body mind and spirit connection so it's on on different levels of density so it could be that while you're you were in your mother's tummy growing uh, in utero that your mom actually went through some things either stress or she got a cold or a flu and then the baby cannot get the energy it needs uh, in that month and so that tells you something also. We look at that as well. So we look at uh, the whole history and genetics and all of it. Yeah. What you're coming to the world with. I I love this because, you know, I was going through your book and I was talking to Linda about it because I have, since I've known Linda since like 72, I always hold my thumb. I mean, I'm sitting here holding my thumb now. Now, I don't know if I'm holding my thumb in a way I need to hold my thumb, but there's something about holding my thumb that's fascinating for me, and I hadn't thought about it until you read your book. Um, I want to talk about that uh, in a minute, but I want to give a copy of the book away, Benny. Let's just go ahead and do that now. I love that there are pictures in here, um, and also, you know, what it is to recognize that we can address with this. Because if we can address these emotional states or these states, then we could cut disease off. So let's give a copy of the book away right now. Fabulous listeners. We have the best listeners on the planet. 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. So let's go ahead and give a copy of the book.
have you found in, in the years you've been doing this that people kind of say what I've said, like, oh, my God. I, I mean, I can't stop holding my thumb even here now. Right? Well, what you're fascinating. Saying, Dr. Pat, what you're saying about that you're holding the back of the head. Remember, I was yeah. explaining about the spleen energy. Yeah. So it, when you hold your thumb, you're helping the spleen energy as well. So it comes back in different ways. And it's kind of, if we look at you closely, maybe you crave sweets a lot. The flavor, or you don't like them. So there could be a like or a dislike. But each of these cycles of energy, they have a flavor and a taste and a day and a color and an astrological sign. And so it tells a whole story. It all tells a whole story. And that's what's so interesting when you start to study it more and more. It's fascinating to me. Uh, and Benny, we're going to skip the break. So I want to just keep going. I was reading about something you call the safety safety energy locations, safety energy locations. Um, and as I was thinking about this, right, I thought, wait a minute, I, I need to have you talk about them a little bit more and how powerful these are. Tell us about these. You call them SELs, right? That's right. So there are 26 on the right side of the body and 26 on the left side of the body. And they are uh, locations. They're about the size of the palm of your hand. And they tend to get closed when there is disease, when, the, when there's something happens in your life or, or all of these things that we talked about. And when they close, the energy in the body cannot flow smoothly or correctly. And so we use these 26 SELs to bring back harmony to the body because when all of them are open there is no disease or disharmony and so when somebody comes in or somebody has a label or a disease we find which SELs are closed and then we can put the whole picture together and understand on an energy level what is going on each of these uh, locations also have a spiritual meaning and a physical meaning so at the same time that uh, you can open them up, you can also start to learn and understand what's going on in your life. I was going to ask you about that because, you know, part of my healing journey here when I got, came down with the mystery disease in 04, it wasn't just about the physical body. That's not how I got better, right? I don't yeah. know that if I'd, have just con if I'd have just followed that, it's all about the body thing. I, I don't think I'd be alive today. I, I don't think it was. It's but amazing. it is. But yeah. I, I have to tell you, you know, the angel lady led me to the angel lady, right, led me to look for somebody to administer T3. I Googled it back in 04 and 05. Dr. Darvish came up and I met someone unlike anyone I've ever worked with before at a medical level. You know, she's a fabulous naturopath, but she's much more than that. And so as I went through my process, my healing process, and some of the things we're talking about today, I didn't have an understanding about them. Now, when I look back and I look at the imagery in your book, right, where I'm looking at the picture you have in here, where we're looking at the cells, ASELs, right? I have a different understanding about what was done. I want to ask you, what do you think is our greatest challenge for embracing this. And the reason I say this is because I literally had to be crushed. I had a disease that wasn't getting better. I was looking at a wheelchair, you know, buying a wheelchair, but I hung in there with Dr. Darvish, right? I hung in there. Um, what do we face in our society that is going to be our greatest obstacle to, for, for, for us to unleash the power of this healing? Uh, that's a very good question. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think for a lot of people, uh, it is, they, they, I do see them as the last resort. They've tried everything else and then they come, okay, heal me. And, <laughs> so, 
and something happens after a session and they start to feel the energy that they start to love it and they start to apply it to their lives. So I've worked with people with stage four cancer and only had a limited time to live. But while getting the treatments and also while getting the medical treatment at the same time, they went through it without pain, comfortable and very gracefully and feeling good. And that's very, very important. While there are other people who come to this and they just they want uh, help with anxiety, like the kids around me that I have uh, here, the college age kids, you know, they do simple things. They, they are not they don't have a label or a disease, but they just have some stress or anxiety, maybe some headaches and mild digestion. So people come in on different levels. For me, I was a herd dancer and it completely changed my life. So you really can't take this on, on all different kinds of levels, which is also the beautiful part of it since it's a part of us anyway we might as well hold a finger or hold might as well hold a finger but i gotta tell you something and i i'm gonna i'm gonna it's a long story i'm gonna make it short so your book came to me uh okay so if i were to send you pictures of what happened to my knee about three weeks ago my right knee and so first of all my doctor tells me i got some kind of cyst a baker cyst that they don't want to touch but my knee blew up to the size of a soccer ball. Mm -hmm. So I'm reading your book, right? Uh, believe me, a little bit of information to somebody like me is super dangerous. But I, I'm reading this and I'm reading about the inside of the knee. And I'm thinking to myself, what? What is the, the SEL1, the prime mm -hmm. mover, the inside of the knee, right? You know, I want to talk with you about this because this is so perfect as an example. When somebody has the inside of their knee, first of all, have a baker cyst or whatever the thing is, but then the right knee turns out to be the size of a soccer ball and my doctor has to remove two complete vials of fluid, right? Wow. And this happens out of nowhere. What the heck? It's got to be some kind of strange emotional something. Well, you know, if I can bring it back to you, because we've been talking about the spleen energy, right? With yeah. you, raise your hands. So what talks to me is spleen, spleen, spleen. Well, the spleen yeah. energy goes uh, up through the knee, through the inside of the knee. No. And, yes. So that is a place where I would look first, which line is it on? The liver, kidney, and spleen energy move up on the inside of the knee. So probably with you, I will find it mostly on the spleen line. So again, you see it, how it shows up in different ways in your body. So I, I got to Jinshin as well with a knee injury. So what you can do, Pat, is hold the prime mover, the inside of your knee. So place your left, is your right knee? My right knee, yes. So you place your left hand on the inside on your right knee and you'll okay. hold SEL1 and you'll find a, a spot where it's a little bit tender. Yes. Yeah. And then with your right hand, you go to the outside of the knee and see if you can find a tight spot there. Wow. wow. Yeah. And so this will help. This will help knee projects. Wow. That's one thing you can do. Yes. And when you hold it, you will feel that... Um, that uh, inflammation change because the energy will start to move and then it can heal itself. You know, um, so look, uh, I've told you this during the break. And by the way, thank you for the books. Both books are gone. Um, I entered this arena as a skeptic. Me too. Right? <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I did. And, I, I, and yet the story is I dial a wrong phone number and I pull out a credit card in 2003 and I buy airtime on an internet radio station and nobody's listening. But I knew I had to do it. But here's what was going on for me before I got sick. And I think I, I'm going to use me as an example to help people out there, right? I, pe people said to me, what are you doing? You just spent 10 years in school your research won awards, postdoctorate won awards. You could get any corporate job you want. I was depressed. I studied broken promises for 10 years. I was depressed. I dialed the wrong phone number. And the minute I got behind a, bike, a mic, Benny and I have been together 15 years, everything changed. But I started to doubt myself. I started to doubt myself. I started to think, 
yes, I'm spending money on airtime. So I come down with a mystery disease on April Fool's Day. Are you kidding? I'm giving a workshop, live, workshop, live your greatest dream, April 1st of 04. By the end of the day, my right ankle is the size of a grapefruit. And I want to ask you this question. I don't think I'm alone about doubting myself, right? But this is important because do we even understand the depth by which emotions and things like doubt and fear are affecting our body today? I don't know if, uh, if people really understand, certainly in this kind of work, and that includes things like yoga and Reiki and all these kind of um, traditions, what we do is we align ourselves with, in, we bring ourselves in harmony, again, with universal rhythm. And that's where, that's where you feel good. And that's really where we, we should operate from. And if you take a yoga class, by the end of the class, when you lie down in Shavasana, the whole practice is built up to have this moment of complete peace and calm. And the art of Jinshin brings you to that place as well. And this is where healing takes place. It's really um, in the gap where you fall in a meditation between the exhale and the inhale. There's a moment of nothingness. And I, I feel that that is where healing takes place. So it is going back to that place, bringing ourselves back to that place where there is true peace. Peace and breathing. I, I want to do this. I know we've only got a few minutes left. I hope you'll come back because I really want to get into this next time you come back and mm -hmm. have Thank a live you. call and show around it. But I wanted to introduce folks to the book. One uh, Again, how do they find out more about you? How do they get a copy of the book? And then I've got one last question for you. Okay, so The Art of Jinshin, the book, is either in the bookstore or on Amazon, and you can find me uh, and the Institute at jinshininstitute.com, as well as on, on Facebook, and we're out there, so you'll find me now. <laughs> All right, I, I know there's so much more to talk about. I didn't even get to the first three flows. I didn't even get yeah. to any of that. But here's a question that I want to kind of ask you and leave folks with. Latest research came out in my profession, which says the United States is at the top of the most anxious societies and that our children are walking around in fear almost all the time. Can this help multi-generational people? Can this help with things like fear and anxiety? And I know we've got two minutes, but I had to ask you this question. Yes, absolutely. So the easiest way to help fear and anxiety is holding the index finger. And when you hold it gently with your right hand over your, let's say your left finger or the other way around, you can hold the whole finger, hold it gently and wait for the pulsation and get into the breath. You will help to harmonize fear. I'll give you an SEL as well, a safety energy location. And that's on the middle of the back. You can place both your hands there on the middle of the back or one. You can place one hand there. And that's SEL 23, which helps to balance fear and anxiety. Um, in the book, there are more holds, but I think this is a nice place to start. What do you think, Dr. Patterson? I think it's perfect. I think it's perfect. I, first of all, thank you. You've done a beautiful job with this book. I mean, it's awesome. And people that will get this book will open it up and be able to enact it immediately. Uh, one last question. Uh, thank you for today. I want to know what your personal message is. I'd love to know what you'd like to leave us with today. And again, thank you for this work. My personal message is to really um, encourage people to start practicing this art because it is such a innate part of our wisdom anyway and it is so simple so you can just have fun with it enjoy it and just very simply apply it and it's really the mission of the institute to open up this art to the world so that more people know about it yeah website one last time and thank you it's jinshininstitute.com and uh, again, we're on Facebook as well. We have a nice page there, Jinshan Institute. Thank you. Thank you so much, Alexis. Thank you so much for, for doing Thanks, what yeah. you do. 
I want to thank Benny for pushing all the right buttons. And I want to thank all of you for being the best listeners on the planet. We'll see you next time, everybody. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.